guys, what's up? Welcome back to Liberty Diner Dish. I'm Ken. I'm Michelle. And we're about to jump into a special episode of Cocktails and Cocktails, the reinsertion. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had said the redo, but okay. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, I got to switch okay. it up just a little well, bit. Well, see, that's already... <laughs> okay, the whole point of this episode was to, like, show... Our journey from the first time we did this like two years ago. Yes. And just the fact that you led with reinsertion when in season one you would have been like, you would have oh, done anything do to that. not say. Don't do that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. But for real, I would have been like, um, um, guys, welcome to Cocktails and Cocktails. Um, I agree. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was it. What's yeah. up, y'all? We missed y'all. Oh welcome my back. Gosh, we missed y'all so much. Um, <laughs> We thought a lot about what we needed, to, what we wanted to come back with. What would be our first episode coming back from our hiatus? They got a little bit extended. You mm-hmm. know, family stuff comes first sometimes. And so I had to prioritize that and rearrange our schedule. So we were thinking about what we wanted to come back with. And I was like, you know, we should revisit our cocktails and cocktails conversation because a lot has changed. A lot. A lot has evolved, I should say. Yes. For us since then and it was just a dope ass episode like yeah it was a lot of fun it was a really get to know us definitely who we were at that point Mm -hmm. in our lives yeah. Mm-hmm. But life is all about growing and evolving. And yes. I feel like we definitely did some growing and some evolving over the years. I mean, we've been doing this about three years now. Yeah. Coming up. Well, by the time this comes out, we'll be right around our three-year anniversary. Yeah. So, I mean, we definitely got some growth in us. We definitely are free now. <laughs> There's no <laughs> holding the punches. We're letting them roll, okay? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We want to keep it fun, jump back into the saddle, and, you know, and just you know, do the damn thing. So that's what we're going to do. We got our cocktails here and we got cocktails to share with you guys. That part. So girl is <laughs> yeah. right. What I'm going to do is pull some of the questions and some of the things that we talked about from that episode and we're going to revisit them, just talk about them again. Awesome. Um, what have you learned on this journey, on our podcasting journey? What oh, have that's, you learned? That's easy. Trust yourself. Don't put any limits on you. For me, it was just trusting me and believing in myself. I always had so many reservations, like, oh my God, am I gonna am I saying this right? I don't speak well enough. Well, that's not who I am. I, I I'm not that person, okay? I, I'm off the cuff. You just never know what you're gonna get. So it was like just trusting the process, letting it go and being free and um just having fun. That's what it was for me. Like just having fun. And I think I started showing that later throughout the seasons as they went on. But judging off that first season, you know, I was still reserved. I was still getting my feet. My, my footing under me now, baby, I'm running. Okay. You got to crawl before you walk. So I was crawling. Okay. I was a yeah. toddler. Baby, I got it. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think, man, what have I learned on the journey? I think it's, well, one thing is like, you just never know. You never know where the journey is going to lead and what you're going to pass by while mm-hmm. you're on the journey. That is one of the things that I've learned. And the other thing, I think by the time we got to the end of it, because I went back and listened to our cocktails and cocktails conversation. And one of my things at the time was, was worrying about what people were going to say in response to not necessarily like, will they be negative or will they be positive? But just like, but will people be, will they enjoy it? Will they be proud of what we're doing? That sort of thing. And so I worried about that a lot. But then what I eventually got to was like, just get on there and do what you do. (laughs) Just be authentically yourself and do that. And some people appreciate that. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, I think when we start worrying, that's where we go wrong. You know, we have, like you said, be authentic. You have to give... I mean, we were already, we, the half the work was done for us because the show is just amazing by mm-hmm, itself, you know? Mm-hmm. So we just have to tap in and, and find the, the grittiness and find that, that deep dive that we always do, you yeah. know? And, um, just, and just let go. 
I used to always think about, oh my God, what are they going to say? Like, are we even portraying these characters in the right light? Mm -hmm. You know, all that does is just create stress and we let that go and we just have fun. So, I mean, yeah, on to the next. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. So right now, the only thing that we have to make sure we get right is just plugging the cords in. Mm -hmm. Like that's what we stress more about now than, yeah, the actual content of the episode. Exactly. Because girl, I'd be ready to jump on the mic. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. What has the podcast brought into your life or like what's been a reward that it's brought into your life? I mean, it kind of goes back to the first question of me just letting go and being myself, looking back on it. um, And, you know, and it's funny is because I've been out for a very long time, but I guess I don't know. I I didn't really let my light shine bright. So the podcast definitely it made me take a look within myself. You know, we was doing this during quarantine. So I had a lot of issues. I I don't want to say issues, but a a lot of emotions going through me that I wasn't understanding. And then watching the podcast. I mean, doing the podcast, it was, um, it just, I don't know, it tapped into a side of me that I didn't know I, 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 that I had within me. And, um, it, it allowed me to actually really truly be free and embrace my queerness. Uh, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to hide. And looking back on it, it's almost like I was hiding exactly my real, true, authentic self. And, um, I never want to do that. So, and I, and I never want to go back, like, and say five years from now and have to apologize for my younger self. I, I should have been, walking in my truth, leading my light. Yes, I had a relationship. Yes, I I work in the queer area and things of that nature. But as far as broadcasting my life and really just showing who I am, which is that's part of me, I I would always keep that hidden. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even post on social media. I would just scroll and lurk through everybody else's stuff. Now I'm out there, you know, and and I did do things in the community. But as far as letting the whole world feel me and see me or try to get to know me, that was a closed shut off because I was always so self-conscious that someone's going to try to shut me down or hurt my feelings or Mm -hmm. I guess it was a defense mechanism. But the podcast opened up and I was like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) fuck it. I can only be me. One life, YOLO. Uh And that's what I'm doing. Like, it's letting me live my best life. And I'm sorry, y'all got long-winded on that. I'm sorry. But yeah, but that's what it did. The podcast opened me up to be my true self. It showed me that I do have that fighter strength inside of me. It showed me that I do have Emmett's light burning bright inside of me. And that's where I am now. So Mm -hmm. yeah. How about you? Yeah. So many things. My life today looks totally different from where it was three years ago. Like in so many ways, my life looks so different. I mean, physically is where I live. Everything looks so different than what it was three years ago. And a lot of that is because of the different doors that opened because Mm -hmm. of the podcast and different things that came into my life and different things that I was exposed to. It changed everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It has brought a lot of good into my life. Just like, okay, now I like this. Now I like that. Now I think like this. And now I do that. And so it's just a, it's been a whole new world for me, like a whole right. evolution for me. Um, well, can I pause you right quick? Yeah. And I just want to give you some flowers because you did just touch on something. Yes. When we started this um, this project, like you said, almost three years ago, I, I told you, and you can go back from season one all the way up into season five. You still are one of the most intelligent women I have ever met in my life and, and, and the sweetest person, but you would second guess yourself. Y'all, she is straight killing it now. Okay. Like the podcast did so much to her, opened her personality up. She's more focused. I mean, she's always been, but she's really killing the game. She has a wonderful book box that she's out here doing. It's a queer book box. I'm going to let her get on that too, but I want, I didn't want her to sweep that under the rug because she's doing amazing <laughs> things and that's what she likes to do. She likes to sweep her, her good stuff under the rug when you should be celebrating that girl. Like you're killing it. I'm hella, hella proud of you. Yeah. Like for real. All right. That's well, it. Well, okay. So on that, and I was realized I was speaking in general terms. I'll give you guys some specifics. So maybe in that first year, I ended up doing 
virtual calls with some people who were listeners of our podcast. In one of those conversations, one of the ladies talked about how she was, um, she read a lot of queer romance. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, I'm going to send you some book suggestions, some books you should read. And so she did that. And the first one I did as an audiobook, actually. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I have been chasing this. Now, it's not Brian and Justin, but right. like I have been chasing <laughs> something like this mm-hmm. for so long. And I found it in that book. And that just like blew up. I mean, every right. day I, I was head in a book or earphones on, you know, headphones on listening to a book. And her name is Lori. Hi, Lori. And from that, so I eventually launched this book box thing. Just like, here's a vision I have for a book box. And really, the reason I did it was because... I wanted one that celebrated queer stories, but also poured into the queer community. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of them out there that occasionally feature queer stories, but they don't do anything in the queer community. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I want one that uses own voice authors, allied authors too, but own voice authors. I want to use queer owned businesses. I want to use black owned businesses, Mm -hmm. like minority owned businesses, female owned businesses. And I want to donate to a queer charity. Mm -hmm. And so that's what my box does. So I launched this book box and... Um, through this launching this book box, I don't want to tell her business, but through launching this book box, that author of that first book who does not know me at all right. ends up connecting with me. Wow. A, yeah. <laughs> like, that is crazy. It's so crazy. Like I did not solicit, I did not go after her and email her. I wasn't featuring any of her books, nothing like that, but she reaches out to me through this thing. And so now I am partnering with her on a second branch of See? my book box business. See? <laughs> yeah. Destiny, it's, girl. It is. It's like this, this faded thing, like yes. this full circle moment to where starting the podcast led me to have these conversations with some of our listeners. One of the listeners was like, hey, listen to this book. Right. Now I'm in business with that person who wow. wrote that book. <laughs> and, so, and so like there are a lot of, that's what I'm saying. There are a lot of things that this has brought into my life. I mean, you guys know that I've moved and I, I shared this. I posted it maybe on Patreon. So when I was moving, I had to purchase furniture because mm-hmm. I had like given all mine to my cousins who were moving off to college and whatever. So I needed to buy furniture when I moved. And I got online, I ordered couches and I was like, these make no sense, but right. I like them and I want them. Gorgeous, and they came the in way. and the box said Jennifer Taylor on it. Yeah, you, girl, you told me that. <laughs> I, I, that almost tripped. It was, everything so was fake. I immediately took a picture and put it on Patreon. But I was just like, and I'm not saying like the queerest fault gods are looking out for me, but just like it's so <laughs> funny how how just this mm-hmm. this once taking this one step to do the podcast, how it just led to all this other stuff in mm-hmm. my life, you know? So that's what it has brought to me. And that's been those are some of the rewards. It's like the things that I'm doing now. Um, and even the relationships that I've built. Mm-hmm. Like I have an ongoing relationship with some of the writers True. from the show. I mean, just today we got a we got a message from one of the cast members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so And um and not to sound vain, but I mean it kind of boosted my confidence because I didn't know that I was not a confident person just going through the motions, you know, but it been able to sit here on this microphone, speak freely, you know, weekly, not saying that you guys judge us, but you guys are wonderful, but everybody aren't you, you know? Right. So, uh, and then to be able to mingle in these circles, not, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm rubbing elbows, right, but I'm I mean, not like name dropping, yeah. but still we are yeah. doing things that we never thought we'd be doing. Exactly. So, I mean, like, the podcast has been an amazing experience for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I owe you guys. I owe you, Eshel. Like, thank you guys so much. I mean, if we would have we would have stopped this if we didn't have the love and support from you guys. So, thank y'all. Y'all really helped me in my personal life. 
really like succeed and, and be the better version of myself. So I do appreciate yeah. that. And it's not even just in the things that we're getting to do. Like I look at my personal growth and what my personal journey mm-hmm. has been. You know, I mentioned in our initial episode, well, the first cocktails and cocktails that that I was learning to be comfortable with my complexities. Well, mm-hmm. now I have learned just how complex I am. <laughs> you know? And there are ways that I defined myself and labeled myself before. And I'm like, I don't really know if that applies anymore, mm-hmm. if that's true anymore. And it has been because of all of the things that I've opened myself up to mm-hmm. because of this podcast. You yeah, know? we walking our truth. Okay? Yeah, we, we are. We live in it, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like not tying ourselves to anything, yeah. you know? Uh, that has been very rewarding too, to feel free to like, I think I'm going to try this. I think I'm going to do this. No, seriously. (laughs) Okay. So another question that we asked in that one was what character do you identify with? And then who do you see in your co-host? Do you want me to tell you what you said or do you want to just. No, let's see if I keep it the same. Okay. Okay. Let's see if I can, because I don't remember. Um, Let's see if I keep it the same. Well, clearly everybody knows on this podcast, duh, who I am most like. Um, Definitely I see myself like um, Emmett. Now, I see myself more like Emmett now. In the past, I didn't, maybe because I was trying to hide, you know what I'm saying, that feminine part inside of me, because Emmett has a feminine part about him, but he's not like, I don't know, it's hard to explain it, but I wanted to hide that part, and I don't know, I don't don't know if it was like ashamed or or whatever the case, but it's me, or or maybe because I always had to be so tough, or I wanted to always fit in, but Emmett- Well, it was probably a little bit of that lingering, I gotta hide this side of me, because that's the obvious side of me. Yeah, exactly, so- I identify most as Emmett because Emmett was fearless. I mean, he walked his truth. He lived his life. And um, he didn't really give, you know what I'm saying, two Fs if you didn't like it. You know, he was going to be him. And that's where I'm kind of at right now in my life. You know, like, I mean, I'm not, I do, I do care. I'm not a heartless person. But I'm at the point where, I mean, if you don't like something I'm doing, that sounds like a personal problem, you know, because I'm doing me. I'm me. I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for myself. So I feel like that, that's a part of Emmett. So I definitely resonate with him. And then who do I see you? Oh, let me see. Who could you be? Because you're not a Brian. I mean, like, you. I think you, to be honest, I think you have a little bit of qualities of all of them, of, of every single person in there. You're nurturing and caring like Debbie. Um, I feel like you're very smart and strategic like a Brian. Um, you're super um, artistic like Justin as well, um, we're, we're just from your writing and the ideas you come up with in your book boxes and things like that. And then you're also caring and you can move in the circles. You know, you can hang with any group, which was Justin, you know. I, I, may, I don't think you got any Ted in you, though. You don't have any Ted in you. You got a little little splash of Emmett in you because you are adventurous. Like you can be like, OK, well, take it. Let's just jump in the car and let's go. Um, so that's that's some Emmett to me. Um Michael, I don't think you got any Michael in you, girl. Nuh-uh. You ain't got no, you don't have any Michael or any Ted, but I'll say you the rest of the boys. I don't see any of the girls in you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't see any of the girls <laughs> no, in you. You're good. Okay. That is so funny. And I love hearing you say that. And I actually agree with everything you said. But okay, let me tell you what you said last time. So you said, I'm probably a Michael because. <laughs> girl, I said a what? I said a what? You said, I'm probably a Michael because I'm like the nurturing friend that everybody comes to. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Girl, I know I didn't say that. I didn't say oh, that. Oh, you did? Uh-uh. You over here trying to troll me now. <laughs> uh-uh. It is on record. You said it. And then you said, you're a little Michael. You said, you're a little um, a little Ted because you mm. say you live inside your head. You're very mm-hmm. reserved. You live in your head. You're kind of scared to take chances. And you said, you want, you said, 
I hope by the time we talk we talk about this again, I'll be more of an Emmett. Girl, shut so, up. I said that. You said that. Oh my God. I knew it. I was on the verge. Like I could feel the change. Like uh-huh. I could just feel it happening. I, I knew it. Like I freaking knew it. <laughs> yes. But okay. No shade to Michael, but now nah, girl. What the <laughs> hell? Like, yeah. Well, we had only done season one at that point. So I I should I should point that out. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. I know you regret ever saying that, but yes, you you self-identified as a Michael. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> okay. And then um, I currently do feel more like a combination of, I'll take the Debbie stuff. I don't, I don't not the helicoptering. I don't. Yeah. Do yeah. That. yeah not, not that. Not that. But, but the she, nurturing and mm-hmm. the wanting to give people like, you know, wanting to believe in people and wanting yes. to important to people. Um, but definitely a Brian with mm-hmm. the like calculated mm-hmm. stuff. And then he does take risks, but what he does do is he'll talk to his friends about the things in a roundabout mm-hmm. way, but then he'll still make his own decision and stand flat footed on his own True. decisions. So definitely that. Definitely some Justin. Mm-hmm. Um and last time you gave me Ted. <laughs> but, oh no, you ain't got but no Ted now, in you, girl. Uh uh-uh, uh, because it's more calculated like yeah. Brian, mm-hmm. less hesitant like yeah. Ted like Ted. Um and I do see the Emmett in myself because yeah. I'll tell people stories about me and I'm like yeah, back when I was a wedding photographer. Oh, yeah, back when I was a friend <laughs> doing an apprenticeship for this like cake decorator. Yeah. Or back when I was doing this or in a mm-hmm. motorcycle gang or whatever. Right, yeah, because, <laughs> you know, Emmett going to work, okay? Yeah, He's going to try so some I shit. I just like okay. tried everything. Yes. So I'm like, I guess I am a little adventurous, like, mm-hmm. like an Emmett. And Lori, again, was actually the one who pointed that out to me. So those are who I see. That's funny. In me, you're definitely way way more Emmett yeah. than you you're like 90 percent yes now i'm him i think the only thing is we gotta just like get your wardrobe a little bit more Girl, flashy yes okay <laughs> i'm trying though i'm ready yeah. like i'm trying to get the body right just like we, he had yeah his, we you gotta get your wardrobe a little bit more flashy and i'm seeing that like Girl, I want that, no uh-uh. i want uh, that black fishnet little sink that little yes. top he used to wear with the little nipples out that's what that's what i want yes, you know what I'm saying? some lime green pants i or see something. that in your future yes girl um and <laughs> yeah so you're mostly Emmett but you've got the rest of that is a little bit is a combination of some Brian because you are now at that place where you're like no I'm just gonna like do my thing yeah yeah I'm <laughs> but also in. um I do see a little bit of Justin too where you are you do have more of a little pushback right. in you now yeah I, do. I definitely see mm-hmm. that thank you <laughs> Let me find out we know each other, girl. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. This one's going to be a little bit different now. Uh, what has been the hardest part of this journey? Now, I can go first on this one. Oh, I'm about to say, yeah. Because I think, yeah. yeah. yeah There's nothing hard. Because really, the, the what's hard has actually been a good thing because, because this has unlocked all this new cre- creativity mm-hmm. in us and opened up all these other doors and avenues and ideas for us, it's hard to like guard the time to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's become the hardest thing. I, I said that earlier. I was like, I got so much creativity flowing through me, but it's finding the damn time. Yes. You know, <laughs> yes. finding the time because it, everything is so time consuming. It's not enough hours in a day for me. I know. You know. I'm writing a book and I'm supposed to be 50% done with it by the end of <laughs> like March or April. And I ain't, girl, I ain't got one chapter. You're going to tell me I'm in a whole play and yeah. haven't even learned my lines because I'm trying to create content. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like a lot going on. But, I mean, we always going to pull it together and make it work. Right. Okay? We well, because even like these last couple of weeks, I had to cancel our session. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I had family stuff going on. But I had to cancel our session like three times. 
And so it's just like guarding the time has become the hard thing. Yeah. The rest of it, like everything else is cake. Yeah. Now. It's so natural. And actually, I'll be having withdrawals from getting to you guys. Yeah. I know we don't personally see each other every day or, or talk like that. But I feel like you we're more than just, you know, podcast hosts and, and listeners. We're family. We you know? are, you know. So, yeah. And I really feel that. And, so, and I miss that when people would listen and then they would reach out and say, mm-hmm. oh, when you brought this up, that made me think about this mm-hmm. or what do you think about that? I miss that interaction. Yeah. And so I still get it. There's some like we still get messages and emails from people, but it doesn't come in like um, as frequently, I would say. Right. Like we get something every day, but it's not, the volume has decreased, right. obviously, mm-hmm. because we're not we haven't put anything out right, in a right. while. But I do miss that a lot. We have a listener, well, several listeners, but I'm thinking of one in particular, and um, she always tells me she's going through uh, withdrawal, <laughs> you know? and she says like every night her routine is she before bed she listens to an episode of a, a podcast episode and she's like i'm just having to replay like all the seasons until y'all come back with something well we got you boo you know what i'm saying we got you as long as our family members stay healthy you know and life permits it we're definitely gonna i'm i i yeah. want to stay and continue to do this yes yeah. and there's so much new good good stuff coming out so you'll see more things going on over at pink play it's just because we haven't been able to connect mm-hmm. we had the holidays and then like just stuff yeah but. and then where we are our weather just like beat the hell out of us yes it <laughs> you know did it didn't know it was good and well we yeah. are not prepared for that not at <laughs> all okay like out of nowhere but yeah. um we're back but yeah the hard thing is literally just finding the time now like guarding the time because this is this is easy like we i love doing this like this it takes nothing to get on the mic now yeah at all nothing okay here's the next one how important is the feedback or what role does it play in the process Oh, the feedback was, I mean, it's very important to me because I want to make sure that we're delivering information that you guys, you know, are connecting with, that we're giving you all a show. We're entertaining y'all, but also giving you our, I don't want to say expert opinions because we ain't no experts, but you know, we're giving our opinion, but keeping it in a realm where, you know, we're all on the same page. We may not always agree, agree, but you can understand where we're coming from. We got the same kind of common ground, you know? So the feedback hearing like, oh, yeah, you were right on track or, yeah, Ken, I agree with you on that or mm, Ken, I don't know. I mean, that was good. It, it was able to help me really gain my footing and really express who I really am. I needed that feedback because I was I'm a t- like I said, I was a Ted before I lived in my head, you know, so I was second guess everything. And then do you find that once you started getting more of that good feedback, you were the able walls to really were going let down. Yourself yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. It was that old onion that I always talked about. <laughs> Okay, every time we got the feedback, a layer came up off that hoe. Okay, yeah. like, and now I'm a sweet onion, baby. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, I think at this stage in the process, the feedback is even more important because we finished all the episodes. Mm-hmm. We finished all the episodes of the five seasons. So now it's us. But people mm-hmm. want to still hear from us. And so it's like, okay, what do you want from us? What do you mm-hmm. want to hear? I mean, in a good way, like, what do you want to hear from us? What can we deliver to exactly. you guys? And so having that feedback of like, what you want to see us do with this show uh, with here on on LDD, like that feedback is very important. True, because we're as long as you guys want to listen, we want to we talk. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So that's why we've always said that we want to keep it interactive. You know, like we want your feedback. We want to hear what you guys want to know or what you guys want us to talk about. So definitely, let's keep that going. I mean, that's that was always a big plus. Yeah. I'll ask you this one. This is a question from the other one. Now you just have to give me one. Okay. It doesn't have to be your favorite Girl, one I don't or the like biggest one. one. I know I don't either. Let me but, do two. but I'm saying okay, if you have to do two, you okay. can. Um, but what was 
not not your favorite, okay. not your top, not the biggest, not necessarily because that's that's unfair to ask that question when we haven't watched the episodes in a while. What was a plot twisty big major moment that stands out to you? Something you didn't see coming or that was just like very hard hitting for you? Okay. Um well literally I did what well, oh well the only one that got me. Oh, I ain't gonna say the only one, but one that got me. I did not see it coming. And, it's, and it's, yeah, I'm only going to give one. Was the breakup between Brian and Justin and when he went with Ethan. Like, I didn't see that coming mm-hmm. because we already went through the whole. I mean, I don't, do we want to go back through that? I don't, I'm trying, I'm trying you to don't make have up to those dig memories. deep into it. But yeah, I just, I just kind of want to give a little. Yeah. We already went through the whole prom thing, you know? And then we went through. I know. I saw, I saw I didn't want to go through it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So we went through the prom thing, boom. Then we see opening season, boom, we see Brian struggling. You know what I'm saying? Like, struggling. And we ain't never seen this man like this. You know, like, this is the man who got it all, got everything together. He Brian fucking Kenny, but he's struggling in the hospital at night. People don't even know. He, he lurking and looking and, you know, and then to see later on that he, I mean, he can't, I mean, I don't want to blame him. He wasn't where Justin needed him to be at that moment. And he wouldn't. And then you shouldn't. You can't force somebody to be there. So to see that split and then to go with that bum ass Ethan. Uh, <laughs> to go with his ass, like to the little roach motel living on a crate. Yeah. It was just, it, I don't know. That that was like, I was like, hell no. Like, that's why I was like, I can't take no more breakups. I, I think I said that. Like, <laughs> I can't did. take no more. I can't take no more. But it, that was the first time that I was like, I mean, other than the prom night, because mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. But that's huge. You know, like we can take a whole episode on that. Yeah. So I didn't want to get into that one. But the breakup, the first little breakup, that was that, that, that was like, damn, really? Yeah. Because, I mean, Ethan had all the right things. So if he was saying everything, it was almost like too good to be true. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I was like, damn, they shook this up. Like, yeah. shook it up. But yeah. There are a million things to choose from. So I'm just going to reach into the bag and randomly pull something out. And I pulled out Brian's cancer. Oh, yeah. Brian's cancer. I did not think that we would go that that path. True. Yeah. Go that route. Yeah. You didn't think, well, I mean, yeah, I didn't think, I never would have guessed that either. But looking back on it, Brian was almost invincible. We had to bring him we, to Earth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had so. to human because we had humanized him in these other ways, mm-hmm. but I think we had to physically humanize yeah. him. Because even in all those things, he was still beautiful. Yes. He was still young and he was still beautiful. True. And so the outside still looked good. Mm-hmm. Even though we already knew by that point. We definitely knew by that point <laughs> that emotionally and inside the baby was going the, through. Yes, okay, the baby has broken. the baby has issues. <laughs> yes, okay? okay. But I think we had to see something physical True. with him. Mm-hmm. Um Yes, yeah, so, but that one was. Well, I call did not me see that terrible, coming. but I fell in love with Brian then. That's when I fell yeah. in love with Brian. Like, I fell in love with him. Well, it was around season three. Was it? Was that season you three were, or four? You were loving him in season two, yeah, but yeah. I think season mm-hmm. four, it was like, okay, yeah. he has stolen yeah, my whole stolen heart. Yeah, stolen my heart. Like, because mm, looking, I don't even want to listen to the old episodes because I used to be on Brian ass. Yeah, like one through eight. Yeah, girl. Uh, uh, season one, one through eight. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was on Brian ass. Brian, I'm sorry. That's when you loved Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Okay, I'm taking back all the nice words I say. I'm, I hate you. I can never let you live it down. Girl, you better start. Okay, <laughs> for real. But yeah, I mean, it, that's when I started loving him, though. And then to see that, that's when you knew that the love was like for real with him and Justin. I was like, damn. And then just go back to that whole bike scene when he had nothing to push for. Like, this man is on. Like, oh, I, mean, I love that scene. Girl, I'm getting chills over my body talking about it right now. Like, damn. But he had nothing to push for. But he could, oh. Girl, look at my skin. <laughs> but, <laughs> he literally had to yeah. show me the skin. His arm is over here on my side. <laughs> For real. 
He pushed. Like, I mean, that was his fighting, driving mm-hmm. force was getting to his man. Like, I don't know. Like, girl, I'm getting emotional. Yeah, I know. Like, hallucinating. Like, yes. Seeing him in his mind seeing on the side of the road, cheering him on. And then, yeah, that last, yeah. That was. That was. That was everything. Everything, girl. Every, everything. Yeah. The I love you, I mean, mm-hmm. didn't see that coming. No, didn't see that at all. Mm-mm. Hell, the proposal, didn't see that coming. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, yeah. no, none of that. Hell. Didn't, didn't see Ted's drug addiction? Okay, we said no, one. yes. Didn't see Ted's <laughs> drug addiction. But you know another kicker? What? Didn't see Brian winning the bet, but then not taking the bet. Yes. You know what I'm saying? With Brandon. Uh-huh. Oh, but if he would have. I know, girl, I think I, I, know, I, I know. But. But he didn't though. You know what I'm saying? That was a change right yeah. there. That was a switch. Because this man flew fucking to what? Did he go to Australia? What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did he get into no, the Mount High? No, he was going to go to Australia the night of the benefit. I don't remember, but he, this Y'all don't caught. leave us alone. Yeah. We, it's been a minute and For we're real. drinking mimosas. Leave us alone. He caught fucking flights. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he flew out, as the kids say. Yeah. Flew out to get to, to get into some of that. that mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to get into. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, and then to say, I'm over that shit. This is for you. This is your turf because I got yeah. mine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like I, mean, I already know who I am. Yeah. I don't need this to seal the deal on that. Yeah. That part. Like, I, I, ne- and I never saw it. You can have it. Like, I don't need that anymore. You yeah. can have it. I don't need that title anymore. True. Never saw it. Never saw that coming. I was like, yeah. what? I, I want to reach to the TV. The baby's sick. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> many, so many good things. So, so many. Um, so we can tell you guys a little bit about what we have planned. So we have, we're going to do some character episodes, like an mm-hmm. episode for each character. We're going to do some like duo episodes mm-hmm. where we talk about, you know, different pairings or trios of characters. We're going to do some stuff like that. We have some more interviews coming up for you guys. Oh, I almost forgot. There was another thing. So one of our patrons, Janelle, who we oh, love. Oh, hey, girl. We love Janelle. Hey. She was like, y'all need to do a like six degrees of queerest folk, six degrees of separation for queerest folk and like see if you can connect all these random topics or issues or people. Girl, you know I love the movie game. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, I love that. We're well, going to definitely do that. it doesn't even have to be like that, but just like sometimes I'll be thinking about something and I'm like, oh yeah, this is like in queerest folk when this happened. <laughs> oh, pause. Jennifer's in a new show. Is she in the show right now? Somebody, yeah, somebody sent me a yeah. message that she's in a she show. She is. Brad is watching it. I was like, that's Jennifer right there. Yeah. That's Jennifer. He was like, who? I was like, that's Justin's mama. Yeah. <laughs> I saw her over, maybe over the holiday in something, in like one of those Hallmark movies. And I'm like, Jennifer, what you doing, girl? Yeah, for real. <laughs> like, baby, you will forever be Miss Taylor. Okay? Yeah. Um, I know it's still so weird for me to see them in other things. That's some of what we have planned. And of course, you guys know we have Pink Plate Special going Uh also. And we'll be adding new content over there as well. So, And guys, if you have not already subscribed to the Patreon, go ahead and do so. Because we do do interviews and then we drop a little extra behind the scenes, little snippets. Things that you just can't get on the regular LDD page. So definitely, if you want to get some of those bonus features, those little extra tracks, definitely go ahead and hit that link. Yeah, and that's a good, I'm glad you brought that up because what we're trying to do, because right now it's so hard to to link up to do a like two hour session, mm-hmm. we can do these like little bitty things here and there. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that's going to be going over on, on Patreon is what we're starting to do now that we're back in the same city. So. Absolutely. <laughs> and we definitely love all your love and support, guys. Do not stop it. I mean, please keep sending us yes. emails, DMs, yes. all of that. Please yes. keep that coming. We we love that stuff. Your voices are definitely going to be heard here on this platform. So definitely keep them coming, guys. We wouldn't do this if we didn't have you guys. Okay. So I mean, like you are important to us. We are a family here. Keep them coming. 
Yeah. All right. Well, that's what we got. All right, guys. Well, until next time, we are out of here. Bye. Bye.